0: thing on
1: hello hello yeah, yes sir right.
2: yes she's here the gang's all here i don't know what this accent is that i've taken on but i gotta it's, end it
1: it's been a long monday
2: it really has has
1: it for everyone because mine has i think so but this is thursday for the people for the so people I hope it's so you're nice almost through the week and yeah. you know the exact amount of time it needs to be yes right truly but, just,
2: just the you've right. gotten all your work done, but, like, you've... The you've,
1: work went by so quickly. Yeah. And then you just had the best afternoon.
2: It was nice. The oh, weather okay. was gorgeous. I was at my nail appointment for almost three hours, mm-hmm. and Ooh, then I walked that. outside to a surprise mm-hmm. of nice weather.
1: Mm-hmm. Girl, I've been wanting to carve a pumpkin all day.
2: I feel
3: ya. I'll I tell you that. what,
1: I'd love to be in a field of pumpkins. Should we go to the pumpkin patch?
3: I think you guys should come up north because there are pumpkins literally everywhere. It and it was so cold, cold out the other there. day. I'm and so I, jealous. And I missed Texas.
2: I was like, mm-mm. No.
1: <laughs>
2: See, I want to be where the coldness is. Yeah. Come I to my heart. Be where the cold
1: people are. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's too wow. so hot here.
2: It is. It really is.
0: You know where, where we the should go?
3: Oh!
2: <laughs>
3: Actually, yeah, All right. we should
2: tell people who we are. First things first. Oh, okay, okay. We're the Golden Ghouls. Alyssa, Kylie, Emily, and it's time to get spooky.
1: Woo!
2: <laughs> All right, uh-huh. I know where we should go. <laughs> where
3: should we go, Kylie? Alabama. <gasps>
1: what What? have you ever been to Alabama I think I've been through Alabama yeah sweet, sweet. sweet.
3: sweet. haunts. honestly
1: yes uh, I've never been and I, but I've driven through mm-hmm. pretty sure I stopped at a gas station one time in Alabama and we tried to get gas like in the middle of the night
0: mm-hmm. and
1: listen to this because this never happens we all get out of the car <laughs> And we're, like, going into this gas station for some snacks and to go to the bathroom or something. And so we're all outside the car. We come out, and we just see, like, a stream of gas. The gas pump didn't stop when it was full. <laughs> it just kept going. Oh, my God. it
2: was gas- that's a hazard.
1: Exactly. I was like, we got to get out of here. Like, I'm scared. Shit's going to blow. Yes. I was like, oh my God. Like, we're going to have to like, push the car. I don't want to start it in this no. puddle. It was terrifying. But
2: as we can tell, you made it through because right. you're here to tell the tale. Right.
1: There must have been a ghost in Alabama protecting, holding the thing down the whole time. Oh. He was actually yeah. going. It was the craziest thing. I can't even explain it.
2: Wow, you know who we should take to Alabama with us? Ew. Our new patron. Shut oh. up, Shane.
1: Shane. Shane,
2: shout out to Shane. What up,
1: Shane? Thank you, Shane. Listen, we love you, my Shane chat. Yeah, this one's in a cool spot.
2: What?
1: It's on my hip bone. Oh, oh. whoa, girl! Every time I pop it, lock it, drop it. Shane's Shane. there. Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, Intense. Shane. It's good times. Ugh.
2: Thanks, Shane. Sh- thank you. Shakes sh- 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 <laughs> sh- sh- you. Shake you. shake you, Shane. Making I can't even talk. I'm off, so Shane. excited. But yeah, we're heading to Alabama today. Uh, a listener, Britt, suggested this, and I said, why the hell not? You know? Mm-hmm, Let's do mm-hmm. We haven't talked about. Wait,
1: I'm sorry. Alabama. None of us have been to Alabama, correct?
2: I think I've been through, but I don't think uh, I've right. stayed there. Yeah. Same. I've been through, but exactly. I have not We've stayed. All been
1: through.
2: Britt, you're gonna have to tell us more about yeah, Alabama. i
1: I've had friends that went to like school in
2: Alabama, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm.
1: loved it. Yeah. Where's the University of Alabama? Um. Birmingham.
2: Yes. I think yeah. So. I think so.
1: Oh my god. Okay. Cool. It's haunted there. It yeah. is. Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to kick
2: it off with a haunt that happens to be in Birmingham. Oh, Woo-hoo. shut up. Yeah. So, <laughs> Britt actually said that Birmingham was super haunted. And okay. so that's how I found out about this place, the Sloss Furnaces.
1: Okay, that sounds <laughs> crazy.
2: It sounds spooky. Furnaces, scary, right? Hot. Picture this from 1882 to 1971. Birmingham's sloss furnaces, they transformed coal and ore from surrounding areas into the hard steel that would pave the way for the Industrial Revolution. Wow. (gasps) Wow. Hell yeah. Yeah. So this steel went into, into skyscrapers in New York, automobiles, all over the place. You name it, sloss furnaces was putting out the steel all across America. So Birmingham went from this small town to a metropolis almost overnight and they earned the name the magic city wow yes but all this progress came at a price and the price was was paid in blood oh god (gasps) no Yep. yep what happened so we're at the furnaces right it's the early 1900s and there's this guy named james Nicknamed Slag, Wormwood. What a fucking name. (laughs) And he was the foreman of the graveyard shift at the furnaces. Mm -hmm. And he had a crew of 150 workers who would work day and night to keep this furnace fed. So during the stifling summer months, temperatures obviously started rising because you're already in a furnace. It would reach more than 120 degrees in there. And these people... Had lack of sleep. There was the heat exhaustion. They had low visibility because of the fact that they're in a furnace.
1: Oh God, so, why couldn't they, like, burn stuff out? Well, no, you can't. Well, I guess you can't.
2: Can you? Outdoors? Yeah. I think there are probably rules and regulations. Right. Yeah. 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 So working this furnace was a literal living hell. Like, totally. you're in a hell pit. You are, I and can't imagine. And only the poorest people were willing to work there because they were desperate for employment and they would do anything for the money that they needed. But so these people would work super long hours and just be fucking exhausted. And it's like, already there's all this bad energy. So old Slag, he's trying to impress his higher ups. So he makes these workers work even longer hours, take super dangerous risks because he's trying to force them to speed up production because it looks good on him if they're getting more work done right mm-hmm. so during his overseeing the furnaces 47 workers lost their lives <sighs> which was 10 times more than any other shift in the history of the furnace
1: Yeah, that's like half of his like men right because yeah. he did like 100
2: they had about 150, so like a third. Oh, okay. But still, that's, that's a lot. That's crazy. Um, a bunch of other people on his watch actually lost their ability to work because of accidents in the furnaces, and there was also apparently an explosion in the blowing engine house, which I'm not sure what that is. Doesn't but sound good. that's what they tell me. Um, that's, This was before his time, though, that this happened, uh, but it, six people were burned to the point that they were blind.
0: Mm-mm.
2: Mm. So, like, bad shit was always happening there.
1: Oh, my god, But they were still... They were alive and burned that bad. Yeah. Oh. They
2: <laughs> were burnt, and they were burnt to the point that it was, like, cinched their eyeballs.
0: <gasps>
2: oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, now it's... October of 1906, an old slag, he loses his footing at the top of the highest blast furnace, which was then known as Big Alice, and he plummets <laughs> into a pool of melting iron ore, and his body melts instantly.
0: Mmm. <gasps> Yum. Yep.
2: What?
1: There he goes.
2: Mmm. <laughs> in Big Alice. Wow. Yes.
1: Alice finally got her man.
2: Yep. So it was reported that he had probably become dizzy from the methane gas that was created by the furnace, and he lost his balance, um, but people said that he had never set foot on top of the furnace during his years of employment, so some people suspected foul play. Oh, shit. hmm How did he get up there? Exactly. We don't know. So <sighs> lots of people thought that pe- the workers had had enough of his, quote, slave driving... And fed him into the furnace. But no one was ever brought to trial. And Sloss Industries actually discontinued that graveyard shift because of the numerous reports of accidents and, quote, strange incidents.
0: Hmm. So I don't
2: know if that was implying something paranormal. But y'all tell me. So the legend of slag continues to grow each year since his disappearance and workers have started to complain of an unnatural presence that they've encountered just more and more throughout the years so back in 1926 there was this night watchman and he said that he was pushed from behind by an unseen force and heard an angry voice growl into his ear to get back to work
1: get back to work
2: So, he searches the grounds, and he can't find any other person, but he actually fell to the ground and was hurt when he got pushed.
0: (sighs) Mm -hmm. This guy's so mean. Yeah. So, then
2: 1947 rolls around, and these three supervisors at the furnaces turn up missing. They're later found completely unconscious and locked in this small boiler room, um in the southeastern part of the plant and none of them could explain what happened, how they got there, but they all said that they had been approached by a man whose skin was badly burned and who angrily shouted at them to quote push some steel.
1: Dang. And then they were knocked out? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, What?
2: Yeah. But that's not even the most terrifying of the tales. So 1971, it's the night before the plant closes. And this guy, Samuel Blumenthal, who is also known as the Sloss Night Watchman, he was talking about his time there, taking a look around the grounds. He finds himself face to face with quote the most frightening thing he had ever seen. He described it as evil, a half man, half demon, who tried to push him up the stairs. So, when he refused to go, this monster of a person began to beat him with his fists.
1: Ooh. Gosh, this this entity apparition can beat Mm -hmm.
2: things. So, he was looked at by a doctor, and the doctor found intense burns on his body. Uh -uh. Mm Uh-uh.
1: I'm not going in there. I'm not going in there. I'm not. That's physical.
2: Yeah. Since... Since the beginning of this place, there have been more than a 100 reports of suspected paranormal activity on the Sloss Furnace's grounds, and many of which are recorded in Birmingham police records. Crazy. Yeah. So there have been minor incidents, such as steam whistles blowing by themselves, major sightings, um, like actual apparitions, and the assaults that we talked about, Um, but... It's weird because most of these incidences report are reported in September and October at night during what was the graveyard shift. Oh. Mm-hmm. So skeptics say that it's like a Halloween hoax most of the time, but others think that it really is a restless spirit of old slag.
1: I'm going to say it's slag. Like-
2: I'm going to say it's slag, too. Mm -hmm. So in 1988, there was actually a study conducted by the Center for Paranormal Events in St. Petersburg, Florida, and they were just researching the furnaces. And they found that no events out of the ordinary occurred during their study. Um, They were there in May. But many of the team members, including two psychics, claimed that due to the violent disregard for loss in life... um, sloss furnaces should be considered, quote, a location rife with restless souls. Mm. I don't know, I guess they're experts to determine something like that. Mm -hmm. Probably. Yeah, fast forward to your choice of words from them. (laughs) (laughs) Fast forward to the year two thousand and they're studied again by the paranormal team of Fox's scariest places on Earth who concluded that it was one of the highest rates of unnatural energy they had ever encountered.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, so tons of paranormal research teams have been out there, said that, without a doubt, it's haunted AF. Um, one of the more recent incidences that I thought was super spooky... Um, Someone who was there investigating said that they saw fire take a strange shape, almost shaped like a human body.
0: Mm-mm. Oh, mm-hmm. uh.
2: I don't know, but all I gotta say is that tons of people have investigated it, including our friends, the Ghost Hunters of TAPS, and they say that it's absolutely phenomenal. There's absolutely shit afoot, and um, today. You can read all about the sightings at FrightFurnace.com <laughs> because there's actually a haunted house on the grounds.
1: Oh, no. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a bad spirit in there.
2: Yeah. So there's a real, there's a, it's truly haunted, and it's a haunted house. So you can go there. You can get doubly haunted. No, I think Ooh. not. And there are lots of spooky stories on their website because they document all reports that people bring to them. Frightfurnace.com. Frightfurnace. Fright, Fright
1: <laughs> Frightfurnace. Frightfurnace.com. Go Sponsored there.
2: by. So that's what I got wow, for you guys. dude.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. But you want to know something else that's crazy? I do. I read a story about Birmingham, and I know the superintendent of that haunted place. What? Yep. Personally? It, no.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not
3: yet. It was
1: Mr. Colonel Tutwiler. Tutwiler, and he haunts (laughs) the Tutwiler Hotel. Oh, yeah. So Tutwiler was probably, but he was known for for making his relationships between management and employees very like benevolent and like (gasps) they like worked well together. He made it nice, right? So like that's a different story. The night shift seemed pretty rough. Mm. But maybe, 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 like, maybe, like, like, Tuttweiler came in and was like, hey, let's get rid of the night shift. Maybe Tuttweiler, Tuttweiler, was your guy. Yeah. You know? I but, like okay. Tut. So this hotel, mm-hmm. the hotel Tutweiler, was named after him because he, like, pretty much put a lot of money into, uh, the, you know, building it. That's
2: usually what happens.
1: Right. It took me a long time to find that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know, she was over here researching, like, like, why why, did they name it after him? Yeah,
1: like, why is this, right, because Robert Jemison is the guy who ended up building this place Mm -hmm. um, in 1914, and uh, I guess, well, Tutwiler was, like, a prominent man in Birmingham at Mm -hmm. the time, like, a member of the bank, you know, like, all this, yeah, he was class, 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 so, like, he totally probably had a big hand in this place's construction. Mm-hmm. Money can buy you a hotel name. And the place <laughs> is beautiful, my gals. Like, y'all should look it up on your downtime because it's a beautiful place. The old It's got 343 guest rooms, a grand ballroom. It can accommodate 1,200 people in the middle of town. It's pretty nice. And it, um, it's haunted. That's
2: why I'm going there. So, like, there. you
1: want to go. But it's haunted by Tutwiler himself, so that's what's cool. So the bartender one night, you guys, this is what's fun. <laughs> yeah, there this at the um, the kitchen. The lights would never turn off at the bar in the kitchen at night, and they kept blaming it on this bartender. And he was like, he was like, I keep turning them off, and they just keep turning on by themselves. I don't know what's going on. It happened like three. Three to four times. Mm -hmm. And so one day he, he like came in and, uh, when he got there, there was a multi-course meal with candles and a bottle of wine on the table (laughs) just set up for him. Like, he was like, sorry, man. Like, I've been turning on and off the lights, but like, I apologize, sit down, have a drink fair here you go what does it all mean they say it was colonel tutwiler (gasps) because this guy was class man he was class yeah he loved the finer things in life but also he was like i don't mean to disturb you know money can buy you class (laughs) (laughs) i have a question said it best
3: i need to know what what kind of wine it was because if it's that like barefoot brand then it wasn't him because it's not class
1: True, is true, that true. A, what? You know. Do you know what it I'm was, talking about? it picture red? What's it was like three a buck chuck
3: red.
2: or two buck chuck, whatever it's called from Trader Joe's. It was cupcake
3: wine.
1: Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> mm. oh, no. It was Franzia. Yeah. But there's other ghosts in the place too. I mean, the place is very old. Okay. So there's there's knocking on the doors in the middle of the night. Mm-mm. Several guests have reported loud, rapid knocks on their door, for them to and they quickly jump up. And They open, nobody's there, so they run. I'm not afraid of a lot of things, but loud noises and like rapid I knocking. I'm afraid of. I'm like, oh my gosh, and yeah.
2: being awoken, yeah, I don't that like that. Me
0: too.
1: And this ghost is known as the knocker, <laughs> <laughs>
2: same, or should I say, the knockers? Mm. <laughs> but oh
1: my god, he's believed to be a male spirit because he likes to wake up women,
2: dang, mm. but like. Or a lesbian.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Call them all.
2: Or just someone who likes women.
1: Mm-hmm. Or just they don't even know it's a woman. <laughs> yeah. The door is damn close. You know? Maybe it's
3: someone who just likes yeah. blood They're and they can smell women. it from the other side of the door.
1: Yeah. I don't know, guys. But that's what happens at the Tutwiler. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty cool because your sloth's furnace was run by this guy pretty much. That's
2: crazy. I know. Huh. Wow.
1: And then he's just a very prominent man, so like why not go out and dine with him in the hotel?
2: Honestly, if he wants to make me a meal, a meal
1: with wine and candles. I
2: am vegetarian, Mr. Tutwiler, so
1: I am your girl Tut.
2: Don't get it twisted, but I will eat your meal.
1: Mr. Tut. I eat anything, Tut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's going to he's going to pick you. That's decided. It's it's been decided. I eat anything. Oh my lord! Emily is the chosen <laughs> <Old> one. <tutter.
1: laughs> oh god, I'm not gonna get over that one. <laughs> nope.
2: <laughs> Gets it tattooed on her forehead. Uh,
1: <laughs> I eat
3: anything, Tut. King Tut. Oh
0: my god.
3: So I can I uh, can I keep it classy? Keep can it. Can I funny. keep it classy? classy? All right, we're gonna go back over to Birmingham, the Redmont Hotel which was built and opened Mm. in May of 1925. It was, or it is, a 14-story tall boutique hotel. It was designed by architect G. Lloyd, preacher of Atlanta, Georgia, who was prominent AF. So you know the hotel is one of the first to have attached private bathrooms, ceiling fans, and, wait for it, chilled water. Coming out of the pipes. Class act. Damn. <laughs> you got
1: yourself an ensuite and fresh water? Yeah. An ensuite.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking
1: I know, living, yeah, I've right? ever heard of it. I
2: know
3: where Tut and Em are going after. Am I like, right, am right, I right? Oh,
0: my
3: Ooh. God. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, while the Redmont originally had 200 rooms, another fancy AF sir purchased the hotel in 1946. Who was this, sir? Clifford Styles.
2: So,
1: <gasps>
2: oh my God, his name is Saucy
3: it is. Cliff.
1: <laughs> I wonder if he's related to Harry. Oh my <gasps> God, do you think he's Harry
2: Styles?
3: Oh my God, honestly, Great. everything would Great make grandfather. sense. <laughs> grandfather. Oh God, Harry, you freaking fine piece of man. You Truly. So this is what this is what uh, Harry. I'm going to call him Harry Styles. This is what Harry Styles did. And I hope everyone is just pic- everyone is picturing Harry Styles now from this point forward. Harry Styles mm. turned the top floor into a goddamn <laughs> penthouse apartment for himself and the fam. Like, mm. sure, if that's what you're gonna do, what you're gonna I buy mean, a hotel. You, you might as well live at the tip top. This was luxury at its finest, and I'm not kidding. Even the pets had their own lawn area. Like, there was a terrace for the animals up at the top. They had a private elevator. Mm. The family, not the pets. Actually, I'm unsure. Perhaps the pets also had a private elevator. (laughs) Very small. In 1947, a year later, Harry Styles converted the entire... um, Oh, I just read that. Excuse me. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, he threw lavish, wild parties with celebrities and politicians alike. So he was a hip happen in Harry Styles, and he lived his life to the fullest on the top of the Redmont Hotel, as Harry Styles should.
1: What a
3: guy. I know, I know.
1: Living the life, you know? Yeah.
2: Clifford, this, I feel like maybe my dream where Teddy Roosevelt's ghost was my boyfriend <laughs> oh. was maybe secretly inspired by this hotel because... I did live in the top floor. It, the whole top floor was a penthouse. And the bottom floor was an anthropology. Yo, that's like can I come to that dream? <laughs> that's
1: amazing.
2: I don't even really shop at anthropology, but like but in the still, dream Teddy Roosevelt
3: was like, feel like bitch all, I got you.
1: All of those scents that they put off would just go mm-hmm. right up into that apartment. It's glowing. just it
3: would smell like It nice. would smell like volcano candle. <laughs> oh, volcano. Mm. So a classic truly i feel like any employee or like so what's old cliff doing okay so cliff he's oh. he's been there done that um <laughs> however we'll come back to him in a second plot twist and shoot and score in 1983 the hotel was later purchased by members of an nba team <laughs> see what i did there what <laughs> Uh, Well, they were part of, they more so invested with an investment company, $7 million on a renovation of the Redmont.
0: Oh, okay. So
3: this renovation, if if it didn't wake up enough spirits, an additional renovation occurred in 2000, and it revealed previously hidden architectural details and spots in the hotel. So, good morning, America. Good morning, Clifford. Good morning, Harry Styles. You know. But wait... There's more. In 2014, Birmingham was like, okay, this place is historic. Officially, let's put the city and state taxes to good use and spend $400,000 in tax expenses to restore the place and wake up any other sleeping ghosts and ghouls so that we can once again party. Party they did. The hotel reopened Mm -hmm. as part of the Curio Collection by Hilton brand on March 8th, 2016. So that's, that's, a, that's enough history for to paint a picture of this hotel. Am I right? Am I right? Mm-hmm.
0: It's, uh, I see good, it.
3: Good, good. It's painted. It's, it, it is painted. <laughs> I made you a painting. <laughs> it is the oldest hotel in Birmingham that's still popping. So its 120 rooms are still used as a hotel and conferences are held at the hotel to this day. Fun fact, it was named after the Red Mountain, Red Mont, which is part of the Ridge and Valley region of the Appalachian Mountains, which in this area divides the Jones Valley from Shades Valley, south of Birmingham, Alabama. Now you know. Let's get spooky. According to hauntedplaces.com, the ghost of a woman in white who passed away in the hotel, we don't really know how. Some think it was a drug overdose. Others want to say murder. Some want to say, oh, she was sick and she just died in her sleep. Who's to say? Those are three
2: very different stories. It's like,
3: how else could you guess? Like, what what else, what other reasons could there be? Like, that's basically it, you know? If you're going to die in a hotel. Murder, suicide, sex. Yeah, exactly. So she has been seen on the ninth floor of the hotel, and she's always in white. Also, the ghost of Harry Styles, a.k.a. Clifford Styles, has been seen in the hallways, and the ghost of his small dog has been seen. Isn't that adorable? Well, hello. Right? I would go there just to look for... That dog can come hang it. Yeah. I would I would go just to see the ghost dog, to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Truly.
3: Here's, here's where we're going to get a little more historical and a little more jazzed up. The most famous ghost at the Redmont is none other than country singer-songwriter Hank Williams Sr., who died at the young age what? of 29 on... New Year's Day, 1953. He was actually pronounced dead on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, while he was driving from Montgomery to West Virginia. So, the night before, he had been staying at the Redmond Hotel. And when I say driving, he mm. was being driven. He had a driver. He was being driven.
1: driven. The right, culprit
3: was right. alcohol, pain medication, and heart failure. However... At 29? Yeah, he saw that kid though, right? Thank the Lord. Some believe that because his very last night was spent at the Redmont Hotel and he may have been, you know, drinking and taking the said pain medication that led to his death, that his spirit returned there to stay or it had never left. Guests of the hotel have reported hearing Mm -hmm. a guitar strumming portions of William's songs and a voice uttering his nickname, Old Hank. Hmm. So what I'm thinking is we go there, we sing some songs while we look for the dog, and then we party at the top.
2: I mean, that sounds like a good plan to me. And we'll have our own
1: bathrooms. Do you think people are en suite? En suite, that's a very important... Do you
2: think that people want Hank to be there because he's famous? Or do you think he's really I don't know. there?
1: You know, good cue because I'm like, like, why is that where he would choose? Yeah, I don't know. But sometimes
2: they don't choose. I mean, if he spent his last night, sometimes that's they get true. Stuck, true. You know, that's true. And I, sometimes it's the last place you remember, yeah. and you're stuck there.
1: Yeah, maybe he just passed out straight in the car when he got in. After that's what I'm
2: thinking. Hotel. And I feel like
3: hearing a you know a, gu- a guitar strumming. That's that's rare to hear. But yeah, people could be fibbing, but at the same time, I don't know. Guests exactly. Full light exactly. Guests have also reported strange occurrences such as furniture moving on its own. I would like to see that happen in, in person. I think people more so mean like, "Oh, I came back into the room and the chair was on the other side of the room." Instead of like, "I watched the chair move by mm-hmm. itself like Beauty and the Beast." That's what I would love to see. No, Miss Potts cool, yeah. just breakdancing like in the middle of the living room. I die.
1: I would love my wardrobe, which I couldn't wardrobe. say wardrobe for the longest time. So thank you Wardrobe. God. Wardrobe. I would love my wardrobe to talk mm-hmm. and dress mm-hmm. me.
2: Mm-hmm. It could be like yep. clueless, but the wardrobe. More interactive. But, yeah. but like my nanny. Know?
1: Yeah. You know? Like my mother, yeah. nanny figure. Didn't the wardrobe like move around? Really good taste. They like jumped in and the Beast. Yeah.
2: She like right. tossed scarves mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm.
1: out or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: She was crazy in a good way. <laughs>
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the best ways. Do you want me to Please tell do. a short one? I'm ready. Okay. Well, this is in Selma. <gasps> Selma. Yeah, the St. Okay. James Hotel is haunted, you guys. It's real old, so no wonder. 1837, it opened as the Ooh. Brantley Hotel, and it was the. It's in the center of the historic district, uh, overlooking the Alabama River. So, real mm-hmm, great spot, mm-hmm. y'all. During the Civil War, the Brantley was occupied by Union troops, and it, the Battle of Selma, like, took place around there. So, due to all the, you know. Stuff that occupied the city, a lot of things were just kind of, you know, torn up, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, the St. James and a couple other structures were spared, though. So, like, this is, like, ancient building. Really cool. Experienced a lot of stuff. It's like if you were the building's eyes. <laughs> You would have just seen it all. Seen it all. You know, trauma.
2: I saw pics of the hotel and it looks like it has seen it all. <laughs>
1: it really has. Yeah. Um, but it represents, I guess, the antebellum mm-hmm. industrial, you know, yes, architecture, mm-hmm. which I don't know what that means. I didn't look it up. But antebellum if you saw it, you'd say antebellum.
2: that's antebellum.
1: Like Lady Antebellum.
2: <laughs> exactly
1: looks like. <laughs> just as gorgeous beautiful okay
2: i well, forgot about lady and never forget
1: them. after the war y'all <laughs> i saw them in concert one time wow. at a rodeo.
2: that doesn't surprise me that they were there yeah.
1: they there wasn't a lot of people that stayed around <laughs> um, but i did and i got and i touched all their hands all of their what hands? was their hit song um yeah, they went around in this truck. They stood in the back of a truck and, like, circled the stadium.
2: <laughs> and she never washed her hand again. That laugh.
1: Oh, my gosh. She kisses that oh hand every God. night. Yeah, so it's like, I, I've i done this, like, several times at the rodeo. Because, like, if you're, like, up close, you can. they do it every single time. They'll stand on the back of the truck and, like, circle.
2: That doesn't even sound safe. <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
1: it's just the stupidest thing, and they circle through the arena, and, like, everybody will climb up on the fence and, like, put their hands what out. What the fuck?
0: Texas, what the fuck
2: are we
1: doing? Oh, my God. Selena Gomez, one time I touched her hand. And that bitch did not sing when we were in concert. I know it. I couldn't hear her. That's real The rude. whole time. The music was too loud. like, I hear her. <laughs> I can't. I mean, this was a long time ago, yo. <laughs> this is when I was like, a freshman in high school, so she had to be, like, 15 or something.
2: This would fucking never happen at the point. Right? Rodeo. Or, like, rodeo. 14.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, it's the St. James Hotel. <laughs> After the Civil War, this hotel start, was operated by Benjamin Sterling Ooh. Turner, y'all. Mm. He was the first African American ever elected in the United States Congress. Hell yes. I know. But also he was friends with some sick people, y'all. Mm. Frank and Jesse James, y'all. What? Y'all know Jesse James and yes, the do. the what are those other brothers called? He had like oh. all those those brothers with them. What are they called? And I'm trying to search for it. Whatever. They had a group, like, they had a gang that used to, like, rob shit all the time. It was his brother and then another group of brothers. You
2: didn't know about this? I know what you're talking
1: about, and oh. it's
2: not coming to me.
1: Okay. Well, we're not talking about Jesse James. Well, we are, because he haunts St. James, apparently.
0: What? Apparently.
1: Like, this is very kind of, you know... I don't know there's a lot of discrepancies about it but he it was said to have stayed at this hotel with his brother and mistress at the time lucienda <gasps> yeah and several have claimed to have seen an apparition of a man dressed in the attire that was common for the late 1800s and he's most often this man is most often seen in the rooms which apparently Jesse James Ooh. would stay. So 314 and three fifteen. Hmm. But he's also been sighted at the bar. So just like an apparition of a man who maybe looks just like Jesse. Which hmm. Jesse was a cute he was a cute guy. He was so y'all seen him? He not was not seen, I've seen him. So like I get why Lucienda would have stuck around for her man yeah and been like you know what i'm gonna hang out here too because apparently she really loved the scent of lavender mm. and so that can be smelt in a lot of places in the hotel i feel
2: like that's a common ghost scent
1: you think so yeah mm. lavender
2: rose floral scents because back in the day that was like their option for perfume a, l- a touch of bergamot it's
1: truly well, the hotel I doesn't they say they don't, that. they don't, they say they don't spray, you know, any, uh, they're not spraying around. It is authentic. It's authentic. Ghost lavender. Right. Uh-huh. So, uh, and sometimes they see a full apparition of her walking the whole Damn. So, you know, that's crazy. She ain't playing. A lot of strange events have happened in the courtyard where, uh, people have seen, uh, figures dressed in full 1800s attire, and they're just walking unaware around the courtyard. Hmm. Crazy stuff. Wow. And then there's, a, there's sounds of a <gasps> ghost dog. Another yeah. one? Yeah. Some say Jesse James once owned a black dog
0: mm. who was
1: his companion for many years. And many guests at the St. James have reported hearing a dog run up and down the halls, and then there's no dog. Or they complain about a dog barking sap in the courtyard, but when they go out, they can't find one. <gasps> so, St. James, spooky Damn. stuff, dude.
2: I like haunted
1: dogs. I'll always be down for a dog, and I'll always be down to run around with Jesse James. Because, like, in the ghost world, you don't need my money. No. So I know you're not going to harm me.
2: You can't be robbed. Right. From...
1: And Lavender puts yeah. me to sleep.
2: Lavender is nice.
1: Honestly, it sounds like a good experience. Yeah, I don't mind any of it. Jesse
2: likes a drink. You can share one with him.
1: It looks pretty nice. Fist
2: fight Lucinda for him.
1: Yeah, yeah, who knows.
2: You gotta do it. you gotta do. They seem
1: pretty chill, yeah. Yeah. You know, they're just kind of like wandering.
2: It's sounding to me, though, like every hotel in Alabama is haunted. Because I got another one.
1: We have another one?
2: This is the Hotel Highland in Birmingham. Oh man. Okay, here we go. Long before it was the hotel that it is today, it's a luxury hotel, the people say. It served as a medical arts building, which we know what happens with those, like the Emily Morgan in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Shit fucking pops off, haunting wise. So it later became the Pickwick Hotel after it was the medical arts building. And the Pickwick was the spot for dancing and parties and entertainment. Mm. Mm-hmm. So then, in the fifties, it transformed into Hotel Highland, which is the same name it has today, and it has become a quality destination for folks in Birmingham. It's one of the the most luxurious hotels I've I've had.
1: I love that. <laughs> so. It's
2: super historic, but it's also among the most haunted hotels in all hmm. of Alabama. So, there are a number of different claims of ghosts wandering the halls of the establishment. Over the years, guests continue to claim that the ghost of a nurse who once worked there when it was a medical arts building lingers in the hallways. They'll see her as a full-bodied apparition. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, If you're in the waiting area of the main floor, it's pretty common to hear the sounds of a little girl playing, and most people who have heard it say that it's obvious that it's a child playing with a ball and a set of jacks.
1: What? It's obvious.
2: That's a very distinct sound. What year are you guys from? Because honestly, no one has played (laughs) that game in years, and I could not... Tell you what it sounds like.
1: I'm just, like, thinking a ball bouncing on the ground. And yeah. And maybe, like, you, like... It, and
2: a little rustling of the jacks. Yeah. But I doesn't... mean, the kids listening probably don't even know what that is. No,
1: there's no way they could call that jacks.
2: I bet my sisters don't know what that is.
1: No. I'll talk to my cousin right now. She's 15. She would She's have no not going to know what
2: jacks are.
1: That's no. uh, what I'm saying.
2: Who, who knows that sound? Mm. Holler at me. Um, there are also ghostly figures of men and women both have appeared in different rooms of the hotel. So in one account these guests said that a male figure yelled at them to leave their Ooh. room.
0: What?
2: Yes. And I certainly would leave if Yo, some Yeah, no back down. I paid for this spot. I don't know if a ghostly man was like leave. I'd probably I'd get call the fuck management.
0: Out. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, get this
2: fucking spooky guy <laughs> out of here. God, I've had enough. Um, and then in the room right next door to where that happened, the ghost of the same man was seen the couple staying there said that it felt like someone was standing over them as they slept in bed, but as soon as they opened their eyes, they saw an apparition just completely vanish
0: Hmm. wow Mm -hmm.
2: there are also rooms where the ghost of a woman is said to appear, but all of the female ghosts that are reported throughout the hotel are said to be very friendly unlike this man who's hovering and yelling at people.
1: I'm not here for the yells right you need to calm down not no calm down sir. excuse me.
2: And just like the lavender well they don't have a they don't have a pleasant smell but they do have odd odors that they smell
1: right because the old medical
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm
2: So what was the morgue is now the gym I believe? It just says that when people are working out, they get wafts of chemical-y smells or just smells that don't smell. They smell out of place. I'm like, maybe it's your pits.
1: That's what I was just going to say, dude. Maybe it's your but butt crack. Maybe you it know? is
2: residual smells maybe from the morning Maybe somebody let out days. a fart
1: while they were on the tread. <laughs>
2: a little formaldehyde, <laughs> a little fart.
1: Mix that up. It's going to smell real nice. Mm.
2: Yeah. Um, there are also a bunch of cold spots that are felt. There's a sensation of being touched and the feeling of being Ooh. watched. And a lot of people say that it's kind of not easy to explain, but they just feel like they're not alone. And this is a really common feeling throughout the whole hotel.
1: Okay. So I believe that. It's that's what the that. That's say, the Hotel that's Highland. We
2: got a lot of haunted hotels to go stay at.
1: Alabama's haunted, mm. dude.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my gosh! Speaking of haunted places that we've talked about, the Wabasha Street Caves in St. Louis. Yeah, I believe they were in St. Louis, yeah. right? Uh, Christopher went and visited them and took the haunted <gasps> Lost Souls tour cool. that they have. Oh, shut up! After our oh. episode, yeah. So hopefully we can we can get some pics and share them oh because
1: my gosh. yes, let us see. I want to know. I want to hear all the stories. Yes,
2: he posted them on his instagram and i was just like watching in awe like ah damn it looks so cool i'm jealous
1: jealous. yes oh
2: last thing shirts they're spooky they're perfect for the season they are get your long tea pumpkin shirt
1: y'all it is feeling like fall it is gonna want to cozy up even here even in, here. This pumpkin, in this mm-hmm. pumpkin tea. Mm-hmm. In this pumpkin long sleeve tea. I tell you what. It's a good time. It is. And you're going to want to drink your hot cocoa. You're going to want to carve your pumpkin in it.
2: <gasps> yes. It could
1: be an inspiration for your pumpkin.
2: Oh my God. If someone carved a Golden Ghoul's pumpkin. <gasps> I'd <gasps> cry.
1: I'd cry. We got like to. We got to do it. This. This. This is my almost email.
2: This is your email. It's
1: like a sign from the emails. Yeah. Yeah. I love it,
2: I and it, it happens
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That emails come in, and until next time, stay spooky..
0: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>